have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys, and welcome to Straight From The Chess Podcast. My name is Justin Groth, and I am your host. Welcome those of you who are new to the show. I just want to take this time and thank you for being here. Thank you for those who are tuning back in for whether it's the second time or the 200th time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me your listening ear. It means a lot to me. For those of you who are uninitiated, this is a personal development, personal growth podcast, and I'm just so glad that you're taking part in it today. If this value, if this podcast does deliver value to you, please share it with somebody that you think could could deem it valuable as well. It would mean a lot to me. It would mean a lot to the to the podcast in terms of generating awareness, and I would just appreciate it. So thank you in advance. So listen, I've talked about it a couple times before on this podcast, but the impetus behind why I even have a podcast has always been an authentic one. And it's only because I like talking and I like sharing my experiences, sharing my story. I like to tell you about things that I that I analyze and I I find fault in and things that I think that we could dismantle in a way that might not be dismantled by the general populace. So you know, all in all though, I just like to talk. I like to, I like to, I like to conversate. I like to, I like to all of the above. So that's the reason why I do this podcast. It never, ever occurred to me that I could make money at it ever. I know that people make money doing podcasts, but that wasn't the impetus behind starting the podcast. In fact, one of the major influences that, that was had on me was a person that actually told me, look, Justin, I think you have something to, to, to really give to the public. And I think that more people should, should be able to hear what you have to say and, and not like what I have to say, say, but I think the way that I, I don't know, maybe the way I just deconstruct things or the way that I speak or the way that I illustrate things. And that's not to, to pat myself on the back here. Everybody has unique delivery. Everybody says things and thinks about things maybe a, 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 a tad different than the rest. And that's a good thing. And, you know, in regards to this particular platform, he thought that, and by the way, his name's Ramon and he's the, he's the man that basically put this entire thing together. I mean, from, he's my, he's my tech guy. I mean, he's a friend obviously, but he's, he's my helper in this. He's the reason why this thing even exists to be quite frank with you. So anybody that I do help on this podcast is a direct result of his word and his guidance and his initiative on, on myself. In fact, he was the reason, he's the reason behind the title. That's his, those are his words. I asked him, what should I name it? He said, straight from the chest. That was like one of the first titles that he thought of. All of that, is accredited to him. But if it weren't for him to tell me, I think you have something that people need to hear, whether it is or it isn't, that's the reason why I'm even here in the first place. But even with all that being said, that what I'm trying to illustrate is the driver was not money. 
The driver was something that I love to do and why not do it? So most people will think about what they do in life or what what their purpose should be or what the directive should be in their life and they and they get they get convoluted by the fact of attaining more money or creating more financial freedom and while I am all for that I want you guys to be financially free wealthy whether that means making 50,000 a year a hundred thousand a year, two hundred thousand a year, a hundred, a million dollars a year, a million dollars a month. I don't care what it is, whatever makes you feel, whatever you need. Now, obviously, no, we can arguably say nobody needs a million dollars a month, but there are people that make a million dollars a month and are not philanthropic at all and hoard all that money to themselves. That's their prerogative. That's what they choose to do. They've made the money. That's what they choose to do. They can do whatever they'd like with it. But I'm just telling you. I'm not against making money, but I am saying that I believe you should make money in the things that you are naturally gravitating towards. You have a natural effort or I'm sorry, a natural ability towards with zero to little effort involved. I mean, yes, you have to put effort into anything and everything you do, but it comes easy to you is what I'm trying to illustrate here. It comes easy. Whatever thing you do do, it comes easy and you just do it with little to no effort. Although there is effort being applied, it's little to none because you do it so naturally. It's like innate. You're just doing it. You're just bringing it out. And so, so you know, for example, that's the reason why I became a personal trainer. I didn't become a personal trainer because I wanted to be a multimillionaire. I don't, I don't really think that personal trainers can even become multimillionaires unless they have like a, a litany of personal training facilities around the world or around their community, in their community. And even then, I mean, it's hard to become a net multi, like a, a net worth multimillionaire in the avenue of personal training unless you have, like I said, a litany of, of facilities. And they're all doing very, very well. I went into this because I knew I had a natural ability to teach people. It came easy to me. And it's something that was rewarding to me. So there's a direct reciprocity factor involved as well. I'm saying I think you need to do something along those lines. I also think it's not bad to have, you know, a nine to five while you're while you're fronting the money to do the thing that you love. If it does cost money, like, like for example, a podcast setup costs money. If you want good gear and you want a good clerical sound coming out of the, into the listener's ear, you need to put money into it. The microphones cost money. The mixers cost money. The amps cost money, but it's, it's just a second hobby. And it's essentially, sometimes your hobby ends up becoming your, ends up becoming your life. Like sometimes you can mold your hobby into being your career or being one of the things you do in life that is that is causing your financial freedom to accrue. What happens with people, and I think this is the thing that kind of really tarnishes the pursuit and dis and 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 causes them to fall back from even pursuing something is 
the need to make it ROI positive. What if you did this? What if you went into something that you love with zero expectations? You expect zero. You know that you're going to put some money into it. You're going to put your time into it, which is money. But you have, but it's something that you love to do. So that there, so that reciprocity factor that's involved, what you reciprocate from it is your reward. And you can you can wager that as the money, the quote unquote money. So what if you did it because you love doing it? You already justified the money being the reward instead of it actually being money you can spend. And you do this as a hobby because you love doing it. It fills you up. It kind of, it elevates you in a way that other things don't. And the thing is, when you, when nothing happens from it, it's fine because you had zero expectations going into it. But if something does happen, it's all upside. You can't fail at it. Because you're already understanding that you might fail at it, but it doesn't matter because you love doing it. So if something does manifest from it, that's all upside. I'm not saying that that should be everything you do in life, but I'm saying you should do at least one thing like that. Don't die before doing one thing like that. There is freedom in having zero expectations on something that you pursue. But it's kind of, it's kind of like a false negative because you could look at it like, this isn't gonna manifest into anything. I'm not gonna gain anything off this. But what if you do? Everything that comes, most, I shouldn't say everything, that's pretty bold to say. Most things that come by way of maturation and materialization in your life are things that you do autonomously over and over and over again and get better at it because you and you practice it because you love it. Do you think that Michael Jordan got into basketball because he thought he was going to be a star and make millions and millions of dollars and have sponsorships out of his asshole? No, he went into it because he, he practiced it because he loved the game. He loved the game. And he continued to do it even though he wasn't that good in the beginning. People didn't notice his, his greatness in the beginning. He still kept going. Even though all the winning shots he missed, he still kept going. Because he loved the game. If you think your life is any different, you're right and you're wrong. You're right in the fact that you're not Michael Jordan. You're not going to be the next Michael Jordan, but you're wrong in the sense that you can't do something you love and have it not mature into something that's magnificent and something that could take you somewhere where you couldn't even fathom before or that you only saw in your visions, your dreams. Like that could be a reality for you. But you dismiss the small shit that you love to do because it's not hard. It's not hard enough. I got news for you. The greatest thing you will do in your life comes the most easiest. And the great thing about this particular thing that comes easiest to you is it 
propagates over time. It has a massive, massive potential to growth, but you don't see it that way because it just comes so easy to you. And so because of that, you discount it. I'm telling you, don't discount or dismiss the little things that you do so well because you're effectively discounting your legacy. You're effectively dismissing your future. Why would you do that? The hardest, most frustrating thing you'll ever do in your life is following one road one and enduring all the potholes and roadblocks that are associated with that road and taking it till its end till you see a dead end oftentimes that is the hardest thing you'll ever do in life the fact of the matter is even when you get to that dead end there's still road beyond but that is road that you have to pave there is no blueprint for that road. It is up to you to make a course. And that even looks even more daunting. So once you get to the end of that road and you've endured all these challenges along the way, all these hiccups in the form of roadblocks, potholes, etc., you now have to then pave your own road. Because you'll get to a point in your character development in your persona development, if that's even a thing, we'll call it, we'll go with it, that you get to the point where you now have to do everything else on your own because anybody else that's came this far hasn't gone to where you're going to go. And rightfully so, they're not you. They don't have your biochemical makeup. They are not you. They don't facilitate like you do. They don't move, talk, and do anything like you do. So it is up to you to now pave this, this metaphorical road. It is on you. And that's even harder. But guess what? Because you've endured so many challenges up until this point, you have the ability to move forward and do that. You have the tools requisite. You have them. Whereas if you had to pave this road in the beginning, you would have been you would have been just bombarded with all these notions of you can't do it. All these, all, well, not notions, but all these voices telling you can't do it. There's no way. But now you go to this point, you have now the confidence and competency to now pave your own ground. But I'm telling you, you likely won't even get there. You likely won't even see that road to be paved. You likely won't even have the ability to get to that point where you now have to pave your own road if you don't venture down the path that is something that you like, that is something that is derives zeal out of you and gives you a reason to live, gives you an ignition of doing something that you didn't think you had in you. You need to find that. And oftentimes it's not found by just going where the money's at. Let me tell you, if you go into real estate because it's where the money's at and you suck at interacting with people, you're not going to do good at real estate. If you are only out for your own pocket, you're going to suck at real estate. If you don't care about your client and finding them the home that they need and that they want the most and that, that benefits them the most, 
If you don't have a desire to do that, you're going to suck in real estate no matter no matter the fact that there's money to be made there. You'd probably make more money being a receptionist at a dentist office. Probably. What I'm telling you is that just because something looks very glamorous or there's a vocation that makes a lot of money and it's promising doesn't mean that you're going to make all the money there. And I am telling you that when you, when you go all in to yourself in terms of what you know you're good at and only you know what you're good at, only you know what you gravitate towards, only you know what gets you up at night for the right reasons, only you know what keeps you up at night for the right reasons, only you know what gets you out of bed in the morning for the right reasons, only you know these things, only you know what sets your soul on fire, only you know these things, only you know what you can be passionate about only you know what you give a shit about only you know what you won't pacify others for only you know you need to do more of that i don't give a fuck if there is no roi on it right now don't look at it like that have zero expectations going into it and just fucking do it you can't tell me what it's going to manifest into because you haven't done it long enough yet if you do it long enough a crazy thing happens. You get better at it. You get more refined. You get more confident in the particular thing that you're pursuing and practicing every day. And something happens. It matures. It grows. It manifests into something that you didn't see from the genesis of it. And that's something that you'll never be able to understand when starting something. That's kind of the beautiful thing about doing something that you love. You don't know. You don't know what it could turn into. You don't understand the potential yet. But there's a, there's a reason why you're given that, that affinity towards that thing. There's a reason why you're inculcated with that particular talent. There's a reason don't dismiss it, discount it, or even worse, throw it in the garbage because you can't see the potential ROI today. It's not meant for you to see it today. It's meant for you to practice it so it can be your identity and your legacy one day. Done.